We're looking for a full vaccine for everyone that wants to get it. 10% budget cuts are, are horrendous, and especially in light of the pandemic. There is not one corner of this uh, county that was not impacted and impacted severely by this pandemic. Virtually none of us have been spared from the economic impact of COVID-19. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. The mayor, city council members, and other local leaders who make up the Sandag Board of Directors met today to get a better picture of the economic challenges facing the San Diego region due to COVID-19. In just a moment, we'll talk to the economic advisor, who was leading the discussion on how our local government can help us all during this brutal downturn for the economy. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Friday, May 15th. The U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds soared over San Diego this afternoon. The demonstration team flew in formation saying thank you to our frontline workers. Their path started in the South Bay, and they wound their way up to the North County, passing over more than a dozen hospitals. The Thunderbirds have been flying all over the country since they're unable to perform in air shows. President Trump unveiled a new project in the Rose Garden today, a push to develop a coronavirus vaccine by year's end. It's being called Operation Warp Speed. The great national project will bring together the best of American industry and innovation, the full resources of the United States government, and the excellence and precision of the United States military. We have the military totally involved. We're also working very strongly with other countries who are also uh, have some great, great scientists, doctors, and we're all working very closely together. Scientists who are part of the Trump administration's coronavirus vaccine project have identified 14 vaccines to focus on for development. They hope to have three or four make it through to final testing and be made available. The county is adding more sites for people to get tested for COVID-19. The announcement was made this afternoon. We can handle 132 appointments uh, per lane. These are walk-ups, and they run from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. We have two lanes in uh, Escondido. We have two lanes in Chula Vista. Uh, We're expanding one lane uh, from the Grossmont to El Cajon at the assessor's office. And the other lane, as Supervisor Fletcher mentioned, will be going to our Chubman Chavez Center starting next week. That new walk-in testing site at the Tubman Chavez Center on Euclid Avenue will open May 19th. The county also said there will be free testing at the Euclid Health Clinic every Saturday for the foreseeable future. That site can conduct 70 tests a day, but you must call 211 to make an appointment. California schools are facing billions of dollars in budget cuts during the pandemic, and that means tough decisions not only for school administrators and teachers, but also for parents. Joining me right now is 10 News reporter Jennifer De La Cruz. Jen, you spoke to a parent today who is pulling their students out of traditional school because of the pandemic. Is that right? Well, not exactly because of the pandemic. They actually started doing charter schools in October. So it kind of lined up perfectly. Um, So their kids were already used to kind of doing a couple days online and a couple days in the classroom. So when the pandemic hit, it wasn't such a huge transition for them. It was actually pretty seamless from what she was telling us. Um, So that's just one of the ways, uh, one thing that parents can kind of look into, uh, because a lot of people aren't comfortable sending their kids back to a regular classroom right now, even obviously if it doesn't happen until fall, we don't know what the situation's gonna be like till then. 
Um, and charter schools have been doing virtual learning for years. It's part of their curriculum every day. So while traditional schools have been kind of playing catch up and kind of learning on the job here, charter schools have already had all of these, you know, things implemented in their curriculum in place, allowing them to kind of do virtual learning seamlessly during this time. Well, it's another option for parents out there who uh, obviously are looking for the best for their kids in this difficult time. Jen, really appreciate talking to you. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. This year's Wonderfront Music and Arts Festival is canceled. Organizers say they won't have enough time to put the event together regardless of when or if the governor decides to allow large public gatherings this year. Last year was the first time for the three-day festival. It drew more than 56,000 people. Organizers say they'll work with city and county leaders to put together some sort of event this fall. As the days staying at home seem to drag on, it's easy to lose motivation to work out. A sports psychologist says it all comes down to setting a new goal or finding a new reason to keep going. You can still have goals, but they need to be relevant to this point in time. So changing relevance might mean, well, I'm exercising now because I'm committed to my general health. I want to be personally responsible for my health. Experts recommend using creativity to work with the options you have. You could try group training over a video platform or challenging a friend to follow a new routine with you. Doctors say exercise can help with depression, anxiety, and stress. As part of our 10 News Initiative, The Rebound, we're continuing to explore ways San Diego bounces back from the pandemic. And joining me today is the economist for Sandeg, the San Diego Association of Governments, Ray Major. Uh, Ray, it's great to have you on. Thanks for your time. You're very welcome, Ben. Thank you for inviting me. So uh, you had a, a symposium, an update, a meeting, whatever uh, you want to call it today, with uh, many of our, our leaders that are a part of Sandag today to discuss exactly that, uh, how our economy bounces back from the pandemic. First of all, uh, just give me kind of an update on, on how that meeting meant and when and what was discussed. Well, I think the meeting went very well. So as you know, Sandag is, the board of directors is comprised of the mayors or an elected official from all of the 18 jurisdictions uh, that are in San Diego County and representatives from the county. So, so all of the elected officials who are working at trying to reopen the economy are represented at this board. Uh, what we tried to do is to put together a panel of experts uh, to give them firsthand information on what was happening in the economy from different viewpoints. I talked to them uh, a lot. They talked to different people also. But what we wanted to do is to give this comprehensive uh, view of it. So we, we brought in three PhD economists, one to talk at the national level, one to talk at the state level, and, and one at the local level. And then we brought in uh, panels of uh, a panel of, of people who represent industry. So we, we took a look at the tourism industry, we took a look at the manufacturing industry, uh, the high tech industry, um, along with healthcare. Uh, so we wanted to have um, them hear firsthand the type of challenges and what these industries are doing to recover from this pandemic. Unemployment is certainly an issue for any economy, and numbers are, are obviously at historic levels right now. Uh, as you project and look forward, is this something that uh, you know government's going to have to take an active role in trying to get people back to work, or will that naturally happen uh, as the pandemic subsides and we move into the future? Well, I think there's a huge demand to go back to work. I don't think anybody wants to be out of work. So you have a very willing uh, workforce and you have businesses that are willing to take those people back. 
right now, it's the, the government that is putting in place regulations to make that happen. So they do need to be uh, intimately involved with the recovery because the, the reasons that people wouldn't go back to work all have to do with the health, health and safety of other individuals working there and their customers. And those are all regulated by the government, if that makes sense. So, so we, we do need to have them very closely involved and understanding what is happening in these industries and the decisions that they make, how they impact these different industries. Is there a way that San Diego County can take advantage of some of the pandemic disruptions? Uh, for instance, I know Sandag is involved in transportation, or our freeways, highways in the area, uh, in terms of maintenance, uh, reconstruction, things that require less people to be on the roads like we're having now. How, how are you able to use the pandemic possibly to take advantage? Well, sure. So some of the things that we're doing in terms of, of that are, you know, speeding up the, the construction of some of the projects. We uh, usually have to work uh, shorter hours and, and, and very small windows in order to make sure that we don't disrupt traffic. But you see that the mayor is also doing work on, on Harbor Drive, which is a, a city of San Diego project. But we're, we're doing everything we can to, to make these happen as fast, these projects that are funded anyway, to see if we can't do them while the, um, you know, the, the traffic is light. Ultimately, how long will the ripple effects of this pandemic, which we still don't know, you know, how long we're going to be facing these regulations and uh, kind of this slow build back up, how long could the ripple effect go out in terms of uh, effect on the San Diego economy in particular? Well, the, the, the long pole there is the tourism industry. If you want to watch any one industry in terms of it coming back. And I would say that the disruption in that industry will last at least two years. If, if not uh, longer. And that just has to do with the fact that, you know, this initial shock, a lot of, a lot of people stopped coming to San Diego for vacation, coming to San Diego for uh, business purposes. Conventions have been canceled, for instance. And then there are a lot of businesses that, are, that, that also support tourism that you may not necessarily think of, but th there's a lot of shops, for instance, in Seaport Village that, that rely heavily on, on tourists and, and La Jolla. And so you're going to see some ripple effect from that. You're going to see um, you know, businesses not having as many dollars being spent in the region as we historically have seen. And that will take a, a considerable amount of time to work through. Following today's meeting, what's the next step for Sandag in their role as we continue on? Well, in terms of, of what, what Sandag is doing is trying to provide the, it's, it's a great form for providing elected officials uh, this unified information. So we presented a healthcare panel a couple of weeks ago we, uh, to talk about uh, what was happening from, from the medical side of this. Um, and now we talked about the economic side. So we'll continue to be, uh, have a leadership role in terms of informing our public officials with, with pertinent information. And in terms of Sandag staff, a lot of what, what we're doing, at least in the data and analytics group, is to really try to collect the most pertinent data on San Diego and try to put it at a level uh, where our elected officials can can immediately make use of it. So much of the work that we do, for instance, uh, at um, looking at unemployment at a zip code level is all new work that's never really been done before. The reason we're doing that is that we know that certain occupations got hit harder than others. And we also know that people in certain occupations tend to cluster together or they, they live in certain areas. So if we can help identify those areas, our elected officials can proactively go uh, put together programs to help these people. 
Finally, Ray, uh, in your role as an economic advisor to Sandag, these are obviously elected officials who come from different communities, maybe different political parties. Um, just to your observation, have you noticed uh, the pandemic as a way of kind of bringing separate people together on the same page a little bit more working together? Or are there still the same number of differences that you always see on a group like this? You know, I, I think this particular issue, the board is, is pretty united on. I mean, there is not one corner of this uh, county that was not impacted and impacted severely by this pandemic. Whether you're in North County or you're in South County or Central County, uh, they may differ in their methods in terms of, of what, what should be done to get back to work. But I think that they are absolutely united in, in getting the economy back to work and getting people being able to you know, pay for their, their bills and provide for their families. Ray Major, I really appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you. We're also seeing more good news as the process of rebounding from the pandemic continues. San Diego kids are getting the chance to compete again on the golf course. The San Diego Junior Golf Association will resume its tournament schedule next month. My 10 News sports colleague Steve Smith has more on the initial wave of signups and how it's all going to work. San Diego Junior Golf has decided to get back out on the course as tournament action will begin June 13th. Golf course is going back um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was kind of a determining factor. Uh, we definitely wanted to let them get their bearings and get going. We know that the kids are excited. Uh, you know, their worlds have been been rocked the last couple of months with limited social exposure. And when they opened the website last Tuesday for entries, well, there was quite a push. First 30 minutes, we had 815 registrations. And since, you know, it opened a couple day days ago, we're now just over 1,300. And of course, before any tee shot, safety will be their top priority. We'll be ready and we will, we are taking it seriously. We are going to do everything we can to make sure that we're providing that safe environment that's needed. The San Diego Junior Golf Association has planned an 11 tournament season. Steve Smith, 10 News. San Diego still faces a long road to recovery, but we haven't lost our way. We know who we are, a community that will meet the moment and rise above obstacles. ABC 10 News is committed to helping San Diegans recover from the turmoil created by the coronavirus. We will get back on our feet, find jobs, resources, and creative solutions to rebuild. Together, we'll find a way. For stories and more information on how we bounce back, go to 10news.com rebound. That's all for today. Have a great weekend. I'm Ben Higgins.